Das Sudscast is Yodel Reviews and Munchin Tudes. Guten Tag, all you listeners. It's me, the guy who puts the worst in Bratwurst, DC Thompson, sitting next to me, as always, the girl who puts the brat in Bratwurst. I don't know if I'm a brat, but fine. Sorry, who is that speaking? I don't know. It's Brit. We got Brit over there. See what I did with the. Yeah. Together we're one Bratwurst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the brat, I'm the worst. Pretty good. You're the worst. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I established that. Well, Britt, it's finally here. The culmination of hours of planning and many restless naps. It's the October best finals. We've got three beautiful brews to review and one exceptional guest here to help us decide which beer will ascend to greatness and be crowned queen of October best. But before we get into all that, Britt, can you give the people what they need? Sure. You can find us on Instagram at suds underscore cast or send us an email, sudsbeercast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, guys, don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you could just pull your phone up for a second and see that little button that looks like a little ribbon or a flag on the podcast page. Just click that right now and no more worrying about getting our episodes every other week. They'll automatically be downloaded to your phone in your podcast app. Great. Brit, goot, goot, look who Oktoberbest dragged in. Photographer and owner of Devi Photography, it's Devi Thompson. Woo! Hi! <laughs> hey, Devi, welcome into Oktoberbest. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Devi, can you please tell everyone where you can be found online so people can maybe set up a personal photo shoot or something like that? Absolutely. Um, I would say mostly I'm visible um, through Instagram. Uh, my handle is just at uh, D3VI Photography. And uh, you can also email me directly through there for inquiries. Cool. Nice. Okay, Debbie, are you ready to get your October best on? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm loving the label on this one. So I'm excited to dig in. Whoa, she's already jumping to the first Ooh. beer, Britt. <laughs> well, before we get to that, Britt, can you just tell us how the finals will work? I mean, it's a little bit of a change from rounds one and two. Yeah. So instead of rating each beer on taste worthiness, on taste. She can't even remember the categories. <laughs> so long ago. On taste, festiveness, and beer garden worthiness, we're just going to, at the end, after we sample three beers, mm-hmm. we're just going to each say what one is our favorite, and that's going to be the winner, whatever one has more people like whatever one has the most votes out of three of us it's winner take all it's (laughs) this one's for all the pretzels the brat stops here (laughs) other cliches all right let's get to it it's the finals and hold on to your alpine hats as debbie mentioned the first beer we're going to be sampling was the winner of round one this is the tandem hella's lager from brothers brewing co go ahead and crack that open all right here we go uh, and I'm pouring it into a nice glass here. Drew, get your glass up. Glasses up. Cheers. Slow pour. I need to get one of those little baby glasses. I've got full pints over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're nice. They're handy. Little samples. We have far too many little sample <laughs> glasses. It kind of became like a weird collection thing for us. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Devi, prost. 
Cheers. Cheers. Thanks cheers. for joining us. Virtual cheers. So this is, of course, as I mentioned, the Tandem Hellas Lager from Brothers Brewing Co. It's 4.5% ABV. Brothers Brewing Co. is located in downtown Guelph, Ontario. And you can pick this up in the brewery for $6 per pint bottle. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it did win the first round. It did. Debbie, you weren't here for the first round. So what do you think of the Tandem? Um, I actually think that's pretty smooth for, for beers that I've tried. Um, I actually don't, I don't mind that at all. It is pretty light. It is only 4.5%. Yeah, it's nice nice. and light. Yeah. This was the round one winner. Now, just a caveat to this guy. It's not really Oktoberfest themed, this beer, but a Hella's Lager is very like typical of Oktoberfest. It's kind of a Munich style. So it sort of works with Oktoberfest. Right. And Brothers Brewing at the end of, basically at the end of September, they kind of had a a two-week Oktoberfest beer garden set up outside of their brewery. And they had a bunch of Oktoberfest theme uh, food, um, people mm-hmm. working there and stuff. So there's like an Oktoberfest sort of theme going with this beer. They really highlighted it in all the promotion of that beer garden. It is the nicest label. I, think. I was going to say, yeah, the label is definitely really cool. That's definitely what got me. I'm a cyclist myself. So oh, nice. with a bike on it. I'm, I love it. <laughs> no, there was some debate on round one. Debbie, is that young Santa riding that bike or what do you think? Oh, take a look. I would definitely say, I don't know if he's a young Santa, but he's definitely a good looking Santa. Or maybe just a silver fox. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> we also weren't sure if they were like, if they were, if those were like little stockings he was wearing, the, his white legs, or if those were the color of his legs. We weren't sure about that. I think those are his legs. Yeah. He looks like he's wearing cycling shorts, like a true cyclist. Oh, okay. Yeah. That <laughs> So I guess that's Mrs. Claus riding a double on the back there. Or Lana Del Rey. Yeah. <laughs> Lana, <laughs> Lana Del Rey and Santa Claus. Hmm. That's a power couple. You never know. You never know. Debbie, you mentioned that you're finding this Tandem Hell's Lager smooth. Yeah. As am I. It's going down easy. Mm-hmm. What beers do you typically typically gra- gravitate towards? Or do you gravitate towards beer at all? We didn't vet you as a guest. Maybe you hate beer. <laughs> Uh, I mean, hate is a strong word, uh, but I'm definitely, it's not my go-to. Uh, all of my friends definitely try to get me to drink beer when, when we'd go out to the bars back in my day. Um, but, uh, mostly I'm, I'm a vodka drinker. I love a good vodka cran. Nice. Vodka cran. Those are dangerous because they like hide the vodka, right? The cranberry juice. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> but they are tasty and everybody yeah. says they give you like a headache because of the sugar but i don't know i didn't have that issue <laughs> so not much of a beer drinker but you find this one's going down smooth so maybe you're maybe you're kind of like a lighter lager person or just kind of like an everyday kind of beer person any breweries that you know of or anything like that you're in, you're located in waterloo but you have ties to guelph Yes, I'm, I'm originally from Guelph. I grew up in Guelph um, and I, I love the downtown area. I used to work downtown at uh, Bobby O'Brien's uh, oh. for four years. So, I mean, I served lots of beer, um, but yeah, never really got into them. I mean, I learned a lot about them as I was serving them, but um, I stuck to like the Coors Light if I had to share a picture with somebody. <laughs> right. Now, does Bobby O'Brien's, do they wear kilts as well? We did, yes. Okay, so they're the kilt wearers. Yeah, so Fabio (laughs) Bryan's not connected with McCabe, but... Yes, yeah, we're all on, or we, I say like I'm still a part of it. Um, (laughs) uh, It's all under (laughs) Town. 
Maybe you're right. I think I you're. Can. I think you're Bobby O'Brien's for life. Party <laughs> yeah, t- like an party town for life, I guess. <laughs> After four years, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was a long time, but it was a good time. It was my party year, so it couldn't have happened at a better time. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay, so maybe you're not a big beer drinker per se, but have you ever been to Oktoberfest? I actually haven't. And like, honestly, this would have been the year that I would have gone, uh, especially living in Waterloo now. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely would have loved to have gone, but such is COVID. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm honestly looking forward to um, the future and like future Oktoberfest. Obviously, it, it doesn't stop here. So mm-hmm. um, I'll definitely be taking part and I'll have a little bit of knowledge with me now. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we can impart some knowledge, but I'd be surprised. I wonder if you can get your tickets now for future Oktoberfests. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I I mean, a lot of events were like postponing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I do know a lot were refunding as well. So. Yeah. And then they, I think uh, KW Oktoberfest, they were doing a lot of virtual events. We were talking about this because those events tend to generate income. And uh, also like there's a lot of them are centered around charitable organizations too. So it's like, you got to kind of keep the flow of money going. Some places will depend on that in some sense. It just seems like a good idea to start selling tickets now. So we all have something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> a planner, it- so I love it. <laughs> like my 2022 is going to be so jam packed. Yeah. You have the Olympics. What else, <laughs> what else is then? Brit? I don't know. Any event I can go to because by then I think COVID will be gone. Right. So it's just anything we can do. So it's almost like we got to start booking now. You heard it here first, people. 2022, COVID gone. <laughs> if anybody if anybody's looking for any medical advice, COVID will be gone by 2022. Hopefully not replaced with the new pandemic. Oh, we'll gosh. Oh, my. Drew, why? Hey, <laughs> I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I'm just saying there could be another pandemic. What the listeners don't know is I'm secretly working on a vaccine in the, the brewery down in the basement. <laughs> That would be incredible. I would be an avid beer drinker for that. <laughs> yeah, we'll hide it in the beer so we can just inoculate everybody. Yeah, we should make we should make a beer and just call it COVID vaccine. <laughs> just bleach in a bottle. Oh. <laughs> Kidding. Okay. Um, hmm. Where do we go from bleach in a bottle? <laughs> it kills it, right? Well, I mean, I don't want to get too political, but yes, it does. Uh, so we like the label. Mm-hmm. We've reviewed a couple of brothers brewing things before. They're pretty fun. Yeah, they're in the downtown. Debbie, they might not have been open when you were working down there. Uh, no, actually, I've uh, I've been to an event there. So through Press for Time Paninis, they're a downtown wealth shop. Shout yeah, love them. Gotta love the Press for Time. <laughs> Shout out to D and Jules. They were on an episode pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yes. They got in just in time. They got to come to the studio in person. Oh, I'll hopefully maybe come back and get to check out the studio. (laughs) Definitely have you back when we are allowed to have people in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Just invite myself on over there. (laughs) Hey, that's a good sign for us when guests want to come back. Again, 2022 is going to be packed. In 2022, we'll definitely have you back. (laughs) That's amazing. It's going to be a rough 2021 for you to have to wait, but... (laughs) Through those girls, uh, they were doing a combined event with the brothers, and uh, I got to go there, and I just snapped a, like a few pictures. I got to enjoy um, their paninis, and uh, my partner and, and his dad enjoyed some brews. Nice. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a really nice spot they have down there. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. The light like was just pouring in through the window in the front there. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So you spoke about taking photos at an event. So what's your favorite thing to photog- to take pictures of? Photograph? Photograph, that's the word. <laughs> I mix that up all the time, Nori. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a favorite, and I think that's, that's kind of why I self-titled myself as like a creative photographer. I just... Um, I love taking photos of anything that people want me to. I'm I'm about showing the beauty in, in all, all different types of things, um, whether that's like your pet lizard or <laughs> your brand new beautiful baby. Like I love all of those different things. Um, family photography, I'm getting into a little bit more of like the model photography with like some of my gal pals who are brave enough to, to do all the creative fun stuff in front of my camera. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I could pick a, an actual favorite, but I do love working with like babies and stuff for sure. Did you hear that, Britt? Maybe <laughs> we should get the son's baby in for a, for a I photography session. <laughs> but actually what I'd really like to backtrack to is how many pet lizard photo shoots have you been part of? <laughs> Zero so far, but open to it. <laughs> that would be a wild photo shoot. Probably yeah. pretty easy too. I mean, a lot of those li- lizards are really lazy. They just sit there, they don't move. Although that dog on your Instagram that you just photographed. The golden doodle? Yeah. So when I pulled up your Instagram, I saw that and I had to stop for a second because I thought that was our dog. Oh. Like our dog looks almost identical. It was really weird. Yeah. That's my my pal's friend, uh, sorry, dog Leo, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a good boy. He's he's a big boy. He likes to jump up. Yeah, familiar with this? <laughs> a lot of uh, energy, but yeah. he's got a good heart, so we love. Oh, him. that sounds exactly like our dog. I'm surprised you could get Leo to sit still for that long because it is it is hard. But uh, our dog, our dog Omar, no way. Yeah, it's his not name is Omar. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> He's cute, but he's a handful. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? I'm sure it's going to be great for, um, they have a son. So once he's getting older and like with your child as well, uh, it's so fun to run around with. Yeah, we're already, the son's baby is starting to interact with the dog and the dog (laughs) is getting his fur pulled a lot. Oh, no. Sometimes he's okay, but. I think he's her favorite, really. Yeah. He's very, very, very interested in the dog. (laughs) <laughs> I've been uh, been wanting a dog for quite some time, so hopefully I can get a puppy or an adopted dog or something soon. A lot of people getting dogs in COVID times. I know, and see, I don't want to necessarily do that. I know I don't have all the time, but and that's my thing is I've always said that I'll get a dog when I have like at least a little bit of backyard space. It is nice to just put them outside. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm a walker, but I, it's nice to just be able to put them out for in the colder winter weather days <laughs> yeah well this sample is going down easy uh, Britt's pretty much done hers I'm slowly sipping on mine mm-hmm. nice I'll take another little swig here now we're not going to review this beer but we're going to just select a winner of the three beers and we have the third beer so the second beer was the winner winner of round two and then we have this beer the tandem hell is lager from brothers brewing co that won round one and the third beer is our wild card entrant and there was a bit of controversy in round two because we had a tie for the wild card spot. So we've gone in a bit of a different direction. I don't want to give it all away just yet. Everybody will have to stay tuned for the end of the episode. And of course, we're going to have pictures of all of the beers up on our Instagram account once the episode launches. Are we ready to move on to beer number two? 
I don't know, Debbie, are you ready? I'm ready. By all means, do not feel like you have to finish the beer or anything. (laughs) It's okay. I brought three uh, separate glasses so I can just keep moving along. (laughs) Nice. Good job. That's actually a veteran move because now you're not like having to rinse your glass or pouring beer on top of beer. And the smart thing about that is if you have some left in all three, then you can have a quick, another quick taste to really determine your favorite. Right. That's true. When my partner's home, I'm going to get him to taste them as well and, and see what he thinks. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we're always like, it's hard doing this virtually because we we get we buy full cans of beer for people and then we're like, oh, you'll have to drink like two beers. And they're like, I don't want to drink that much. <laughs> and I'm like, I know if you were here in the studio, we'd all just be drinking one yeah. thing and taking samples of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. We kind I of had the same drunk thing. after two beers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're actually going to be doing three beers. <laughs> like full ones, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I certainly wouldn't, but I'm a vet. I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to this. That's true. Pod- podcasting, I mean, not drinking. <laughs> okay, well, we've had the tandem Hella's Lager. And it seems like we all enjoyed it. So it could be high up there in the ranks. I think it's like a baseline, you know? It's like it's going to be a baseline. It's a good starter. It's a good way to start. We're easing our way in. We're yeah. not starting too high up with the high percentages. We're starting kind of like in a lower mm-hmm. tier. And we might just ramp it up from here. But we're about to move into beer number two. Which is? Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Okay. Because we got to pay the bills, Britt. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this podcast doesn't pay for itself. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we're going to come back with beer number two of October Best Finals Edition. Everybody stay tuned. We've got more coming up. guys, it's Britt. Are you still not ready to stop hearing my voice? Then you're in luck because I have a new podcast, Still Not Ready, hosted by me, Britt, and Amy, friend of the Sudscast. Still Not Ready is a podcast about super cringy 90s Canadian teen drama, Ready or Not. Follow us on Instagram at Still Not Ready Pod. And don't forget to search for Still Not Ready wherever you get your podcasts. And, Oops. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I opened it too soon. And here <laughs> we go. We're back. It's October Best Finals Edition, in case you didn't know. And you should know that we've got Debbie Thompson, no relation, here on the podcast with us. <laughs> now we're about to try our second beer of the finals. This was the winner of round two. This is Fest Beer from Barncat Artisan Ales. <laughs> And as you heard in the intro to this beer, Brit's already opened it. <laughs> I, I think Debbie opened hers early too. <laughs> I may have during the commercial. <laughs> you guys are really eager to get going. I like to be prepared. <laughs> That's okay. Did you just check that? I just, no, this. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, okay, we're starting. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I guess we should cheers. I've Let's already had do a, a cheers. Brit did her pre-cheers tip <laughs> as usual. Cheers. Cheers. Prost. So this one's a little bit heavier of a beer. I would, it's six percent. Yeah, the fest beer is six percent ABV. Where's the where's Barncat Artisan Ales located, Britt? Cambridge. Cambridge, Ontario. And we picked this up at the brewery for four dollars and fifty cents, but I'd be surprised if they have any left because it was a limited run. Yeah. So it's a limited edition. Limited edition. What do you guys think of it? I like it's definitely heavier than the first one. Definitely not as light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a little bit crisper too. I'm finding not as like mellow. It's a little more carbonated. I think like it's fizzy. Very yeah, yeah, like a little bit more fizzy. I don't know if I would casually sip on that one. No, to the first one. <laughs> you go back to the first one. Okay, see, we're learning now. I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit undecided. Well, that's okay. You don't have to make up your minds just yet between <laughs> this best beer, Barncat Ars and Ales, and the Tandem Hellas Lager. What do you think about the can, the the label here, Debbie? There's not like it's a very small label, but um, I think that it's it's cute. I like the cat. Um, the cat is pretty cute, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a little bit of fierceness to it as well. Yeah, a little scary. Um, and I, I mean, I like, yeah, I was going to say, I like that it kind of has that element of, of scariness to it as well, right? For October and yeah, I don't know. It's cute. I like it. Now, as Britt mentioned in the first segment, you're a photographer. Yeah. A creative. Did you, sorry, how did you classify yourself? A creative photographer? Yeah. Nice. Okay. So because you're a creative photographer, you said kind of what your most common or did you say what your most common or favorite place to shoot was? Place? Um, Yeah. Like we're moving into fall. And I think, you know, I've seen on your Instagram, you have a lot of like fall sort of photo shoots going on. It's just the weather. But but if you had like a specific place or kind of a theme you like. My my go to like outdoor spot is definitely um, Guelph Lake, like the Gorba Trail. Um, I just once I discovered that trail, I I love going there. I feel like there's so many different little spots you can use in that trail. It's a free trail to use. Um, I just like love exploring Guelph. I think they have such beautiful little trails all around. Um, But yeah, no, I really like going there. And then you can go up to the dam. And then on the other side, you can get down to like a little private beach area. So that's where I get a lot of my water shots as well when people are brave enough to go in. (laughs) Ooh, I haven't heard of that trail. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's you do have to watch obviously for the cyclists because it's the it's Guelph Off Road Biking Association or something. Okay. Okay. Trail, but like there's a lot of people who walk it as well. I think I've been on that trail. I think I fell off my bike on that trail once. Hmm. That is a common occurrence. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not a very oh, did you fall off a bike? <laughs> I have also done that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's through like a lot of trees. I think my handlebars just got like jammed up on a tree and Yeah, there's like roots everywhere, rocks everywhere. I would say it's definitely like an experienced um cyclist trail, but I mean it's it's a really fun one for people who enjoy mm. it. And it's nice if you can like I just go slower through it, but I also just enjoy walking. <laughs> Gorba Trail. Yeah. Check that out. Guelph Lake. Absolutely. Yeah. Hashtag Guelph. Yeah. Debbie, I have a question for you because we have to, we post a fair amount of beer pictures on social media, on our Instagram for the Sudscast. And sometimes it's a bit of a slog and we're not professional photographers. We really have no clue what we're doing. And we're mostly just using our cell phones to take them, right? Okay. Do you have any tips for people taking photos? I mean, Maybe not specifically of like beer in a glass, but maybe even just generally any tips for the amateur photographer, somebody just, you know, screwing around on their cell phone, taking pictures. I don't know. I feel like honestly, sometimes even though, I mean, I've been doing photography, I guess like almost 10 years now, but I still feel like, I mean, I'm always learning, um, And I feel like for tips, like you just got to have fun with it. Honestly, like whatever. That's why, again, I'm creative. I just like love 
having fun with the shoots. Like if you're not having fun, then we got to change something up because that's, that's my end goal. And then you get some sweet photos out of it as well and an experience and like a shared moment, you know? So it's, yeah, it's really fun. I love just connecting with people and um, creating something fun. And do you prefer to try and get people in more of a candid shot or the really posed shots? I definitely like more of a, a candid vibe. Um, I mean, I, I certainly understand poses and people definitely need direction um, in, in the sense of like, I mean, I just recently started getting in front of the camera a little bit more. And as soon as I'm in front, I'm just like an awkward mess, I feel like. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciate when people can kind of tell me where to put my chin or my my hands or whatever. Um, so I definitely think that you still need direction, but I, I want people to just like feel like they're hanging out. Like I don't want them to feel like I'm just like in their face with the camera because it's definitely intimidating. I mean, again, as a photographer, it's intimidating even for myself. I agree because sometimes you look at those engagement or wedding shots and there's always that one photo. Britt's favorite pose. I hate it. It's, I try to admit, I try to do it all the time. We all know it because it's in every <laughs> – anyone who's had wedding or engagement photos, it's the one with the man standing behind mm-hmm. the woman and then his arms like around her waist. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable like prom, to do that. Prom pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the prom – <laughs> but it's so unnatural and so yeah I, I just want them to like feel like they're hanging out and like how you'd normally like hold on to each other or snuggle or whatever well I mean so much of that is probably about like setting an overall vibe so yeah. I think that's probably where your the creative component and um sort of your personality would have to come through as the photographer I try my best to make everybody feel comfortable and at the end of the day I just want it like I said to be a fun time for them so you you're based out of Waterloo, but it sounds like you do a lot of shoots in Guelph. Yeah. But are you kind of, you're kind of all over like Tri-Cities, Guelph? Absolutely. I mean, I, I would say I go kind of anywhere. Um, I've shot in Hamilton recently as well at Sherman Falls. I did a family shoot there just a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, where, wherever you need me, I'll travel. <laughs> <laughs> so especially once the borders open, I'd love to do like a destination wedding or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, that's the business to get into yeah. because I think with destination weddings, I think the couple pays for you to go. You generally yeah, get a get a free little trip out of it as yeah. well. So, I mean, I'm I'm definitely happy to to work for vacations. <laughs> oh, it's funny story. We went to a destination wedding. Oh. So don't do this. The photographer, his passport was like a month from expiring. Yeah. So guess what happened when he got to the airport? (laughs) Oh, gosh, no. He didn't get to go. So I guess eventually he made it. He showed up like three days later. He showed up like three days into a one week uh, all inclusive uh, destination wedding. So hot tip, make sure your passport has enough uh, time left on it. Yeah. Which I don't think we need to tell anyone. <laughs> this gentleman Especially needed when to it's be told. Job. This gentleman needed to be told. We were we were in line. We went to the airport to go on this wedding and we were in line in front of him, but we didn't know him. And he was having all these difficulties in line. And it's because of this. And we had no clue. And we were just like, oh, that poor, that poor guy, like he's not getting on his flight. And then we're on the airplane and our friends who are getting married, they come over and they start telling us this oh story. Oh my gosh. And then the, the girl who, a woman who we were sitting beside, it was her partner, was the was the photographer. Oh my gosh. So she was on the plane because her passport was good. Like, See ya, honey. Gotta go. Yeah. yeah. And we were just like, oh, wow, that's, uh, yeah. 
but I mean, somehow he got it sorted out, but, um, I think you can of, get like, it's like an emergency yeah. type of thing and you pay a hefty fine for that, but yeah. yeah. Well, and, and he had to fly from like from here to Texas to somewhere like it wasn't an easy, no. okay, I'll just get on the next flight tomorrow. It was like a couple jumping through a couple hoops, but well, I'm yeah. hope that he learned his lesson. <laughs> Judging by his overall attitude, I'd say he probably didn't, but Oh no. The photos turned out pretty good though. He was an excellent and the videos turned out well. So That's good. And it he was had worth a, it. He had a drone, which was kind of cool, because this was a few years ago and like drones kind of people were aware of them, but not everybody was like using that. But uh, he did do some pretty cool stuff. I would love to save up for a drone, but that's that's a few years down the line, I think, for me. Yeah. Wise. The learning curve on on using a drone, I would imagine, is pretty steep. Well, especially when you're flying it over the ocean. Yeah. You don't want to have a mishap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trust it. Like, I don't know. I'd be really nervous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ditto. He, like, flew it out over the bay, over the water, and we were all like, ooh, don't drop, don't drop. <laughs> Yeah, you just, I guess, have to have your finger on that button and don't let go, right? I don't really know how it works. But. <laughs> well, Hello. what do you guys think about the Fest beer? I know initial sort of tasting, you kind of like the tandem more, but what do you think compared the two? See, now I'm regretting that I didn't save a little bit of the tandem to do a side-by-side taster. Mm. I feel like the Fest beer, the Barncat Ales Fest beer, is a little more robust in the, in the flavor. It hits mm-hmm. me harder, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a full like one and a half percentage points higher yeah, in alcohol. So quite a difference. Yeah. So it's not as light. It has a little more flavor. But I guess they're different. Oh, and I guess they're both lagers. They are both lagers. This one beer. is cloudier as well, I noticed, than the than the other one. Yeah, it is a little bit cloudier. Hmm. Drew, what are your thoughts? I'm sort of torn. I find that the tandem Hella's lager is sort of like it's like the starter version of the Fest beer almost, you know? You could drink more of the the Tandem. Yeah, for sure. Because it's the lower percentage. Yeah, you can hang out drinking that for a lot longer. These Fest beers, one or two, and you're done. Yeah, you probably want to be done after a couple of them. <laughs> I said I kind of liked the label. In round two, uh, I said I kind of liked the label because it's got like a bunch of people celebrating Oktoberfest in the background. Yeah. And it just looked like... The guys at Barncat Ales just um, like found a Google image of people celebrating and then just pixelated it. That's yes. what we said. I was actually trying to figure out kind of what it was, but now that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. It's kind of like an interesting way of using some some media from somewhere else. Whereas the Tandem Hellas Lager, the label is like custom, right? Like they have they have an artist. Yeah, they have an artist, I think, that they, sure. they work with. So I love a lot of the brothers' beers um for that though. They have a lot of really cool artists and labels and stuff yeah. right there. A lot of their labels are like almost you could like hang them as like a poster in your house or something mm-hmm. like that. I think they actually just came out with a full apparel line with a lot of that stuff on it. So Yeah, all their beer labels are now on sweatshirts. That's right. That's so cool. I'll have to check that out. Anytime we receive uh, one of these, then we always keep the bottle. I know. They're neat to look at. Mm-hmm. I'm a hoarder in that way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if we should decide over what's winning so far, the Tandem Hellas Lager or the Fest Beer. Oh, do you want to do that? Well, let's just see. Are we going to do on the count of, or do you want to do on the count no, of three? No, we'll just or? each do it. We'll just each do yeah. it? Okay. Through what's yours, the tandem or the fest beer? I like the fest beer a little bit more. I think there's just more interesting, 
it just has more of an interesting profile for me. I like a little bit of a heavier beer. So I think I'm, and that bar, that barn cat, that cat head on the barn cat label, it's pretty fierce. I never looked that closely at it before, but it has some fangs. Yeah, he's got like a little mouth with some fangs. Barn cats are like, they're notoriously kind of fierce because when you're living in a barn, it's sort of like every cat for themselves. Yeah, true. They're scrappy. Yeah, they have to be. It's just it's just their environment that they grew up in, you know? So I'm going to go with the Fest beer from Barn Cat Artisan Ales. Personally, I, I like it a little bit more than the Tandem. I like the Tandem, but I'm going with the Fest beer. Britt, what do you think? I think I would go with the Fest beer, too. Interesting. Uh-oh. Any particular reason? Is it the fierceness of the Barn Cat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I think it just feels... It's Are you a- intimidated by the barn cat? You're worried if you set the tandem L's logger, that barn cat would come yeah. get you? Uh, no, I think it just feels a little more... F- like there's a bit more to it. That's why. Okay. That's all. That's all. Okay, That's all. D- Debbie? I'm going to be the odd, I guess, woman out here and uh, go for the tandem. I'm sticking with the bros. Nice. Mm. You like the label work a little bit more? Yeah, and I just I do think it's smoother. I it's not as carbonated. It's not going to make me burp as much. <laughs> fan of Young Santa. Pardon, exactly. The Santa got me. <laughs> I mean, he's always watching. So actually, Britt, we kind of screwed up by not picking the tandem elves. Uh, on the wrong list now this year. On the naughty list. Well, I don't know. Maybe Christmas is canceled. COVID. Oh boy. <laughs> If COVID cancels Christmas, I don't know. Maybe Santa wears a face shield. We're going to have to quarantine all the presents. Santa wears a 3M mask. <laughs> yeah. A face shield. Oh, the marketing uh, is going to be interesting for Christmas this year, for sure, for Santa. Santa can't leave a half-eaten cookie in your house, right? Mm-hmm. Or can Chimney. even enter through the chimney? Like, I, I know. Mean, that's what I mean. Is he going to stand before he goes in? Are you, are you going to sanitize after he leaves? We're not leaving cookies out. We're leaving out any bacterial wipes. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to... Oh, gosh. I wonder what they'll do. I'm excited to see. Hand sanitizer, bacterial wipes. Kid reaches under the tree for a present, gets his hand slapped. Parents come over and wipe it down first. <laughs> no, Christmas is actually going to be New Year's Day because we have to let the gifts quarantine. Yeah, we have to let the gifts... Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so true. Now, kids, remember, you can't touch your presents for another two weeks. Oh, my gosh. But Santa's going to be at the mall, so. Oh, mall Santa. Oh, wow. You can't get any photos, so I don't really know what's happening. Just six feet apart photos? Like, they have. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that'd be good. Just a big wall, and then you stand far away from Santa, I guess. Maybe yeah. they can do like a forced perspective thing where the kid is sitting like yeah. six, like for several meters in front, but it looks like he's on Santa's lap. Maybe that's what you should do at Christmas. <laughs> You're giving me an idea. I could play Santa, young Santa. Or you could just get people to send you pictures of their kids behind a green sheet <laughs> yes. and then you could superimpose them onto Santa. That is true. Photoshop work wonder. <laughs> That's awesome. I think we need to make that happen. <laughs> oh gosh, these poor kids. This is such a this year is just so interesting. Yeah. It's all kinds of new stuff. And then I think what's gonna be weird is like then trying to go back to the way it was. It's like people the kids are going to be like, really? Santa's not wearing a mask? What? Mommy, why isn't Santa wearing a mask this year? <laughs> it's an interesting year, that is for sure. But you know what? I think we're going to get 
through it pretty soon. And I'm positive that things are going to change. And uh, Guelph is doing really good and like KW area. That mm-hmm. I'm in. So I just hope that everybody keeps doing their part. So the Sooner holiday is actually Halloween. So oh, do you yeah. have any plans to dress up, give out candy? Um, well, I've been kind of like staying tuned in regards to what's happening for kids for like handing out candy. I mean, I'm in a, an apartment building, so um, I won't be handing out candy or anything like that. Um, I am a huge Halloween fan. I absolutely love dressing up. Um, I guess part of my creative spirit. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a ton of plans this year. Um, my partner and I actually really like going to uh, EGLX in Toronto. And we usually dress up for that. So whatever costumes we would have done for that, we probably would have just worn for Halloween this year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really have super plans. Probably just watching scary movies. <laughs> and what about scary movies? Are you more like retro scary movie or are you sort of falling in with these new ones? I like, I guess kind of like a mix. I do like the old like Halloween movies. I think those ones are still pretty creepy. I've never made it through The Exorcist because that one freaks me right out. Um, (laughs) But I do like the newer ones. We just watched, um, oh gosh, what was it called? Hereditary. I don't think it's like new, but like a newer one. And that was um, terrifying. So that was good. I like, I like scary movies, but I just, I'm the type that regrets it shortly after i'm kind of the same well i usually will just hide yeah i just bring the scary parts <laughs> but you can hear it and it still freaks me out i don't know yeah i can yeah, Brit, Brit has to take like seven bathroom breaks every time we watch <laughs> halloween h2o i really liked halloween h2o I get out say. of here halloween h2o was garbage and you know it that's the one with josh hartnett oh and michelle williams I'm sure I saw it then. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Halloween 20 years later. Speaking of Halloween, the new one was pretty yeah, good. I think there was like a new one. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, we saw that one in theaters. That one was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was yeah. good. It was a good mix. I love the It movies. Those ones were like some next level movies. Those were incredible. We never saw the second one. No, and I've only we seen the, f- the new It. Yeah. Like the, not the original yeah, It. Yeah, we saw like the one that came out, uh, the first more recent it mm-hmm. yeah i've we never saw, seen the old version that that one looks pretty creepy too we saw it at the drive-in oh no thank you yeah yeah that, that's pretty scary actually drive-in is scary they don't have somebody like actually go around and like scare people i feel like they should do that that would have been an awesome prank to pull on people oh yeah that would have been good yeah like i guess you're held liable if you like hurt somebody <laughs> <laughs> give an old lady a heart attack yeah exactly Ooh. <laughs> At least you're kicked out of the drive-in, so it's just a waste. Yeah. But I think we're going to take another commercial break, and we're going to come back with... The wild card? The wild card. Ooh. I don't... Britt, do you even know what the wild card is? I don't. I'm not even sure I remember what it is. We'll just go to the Suds uh, Brewery fridge and just grab something, come okay. back with it. <laughs> we got Debbie Thompson here. Everybody stay tuned. It's the October Best Finals. Last beer of the whole tournament coming up next. Stay tuned. Drew, do you know anywhere I should go for a new outfit? I mean, I couldn't think of anywhere. Well, I've got three words for you. Consign your curves. Ooh. Consign your curves is Canada's only women's clothing consignment store for sizes 12 to 32 plus. Wow. And guess what? 
What? They're located here in Guelph at 54 Elizabeth Street. Wow, but they probably just only have like women's clothing and stuff, right? Nope, they have shoes and they also have local products, like some really cool slippers that I just got. They have scrunchies, candles, they have jewelry. It's worth checking out. Wow, it sounds like they have a lot of different accessories. Oh yeah, they got it all. And where did you say they were again? 54 Elizabeth here in Guelph, or you can check them out on Instagram at Consign Your Curves. Check them out. Consign Your Curves. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Because when you go to Consign Your Curves, you'll be treated like both by Carly Roberts, former guest of the podcast. See you there. And here we go. We're back. It's October Best Finals, and we're about to go into our wildcard beer, the, the last beer of the tournament. What is it? Well, before we get into that, let's just remind everybody listening there that we have Debbie Thompson joining us on the finals episode. And the wildcard beer is the Dunkel Munich style from Royal City Brewing Co. I love the name Dunkel. Yeah. <laughs> Britt, you want to crack that puppy open while I explain to everybody what the hell happened with the wildcard beer? So we had a, like a kind of a tie situation in round two. The highest scores below the round one and round two winners was a tie. So rather than choose, but having to choose sort of a Rosemary's baby choice between the two tying beers, we just thought, let's just go in a completely different direction and start with a whole brand new beer. So this is one we've never had before. Yeah, this is the Dunkel Munich style from Royal City Brewing Co. It's really dark. Cheers, Debbie. Cheers. Cheers. But it's only 5%. Prost. Ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> interesting in a good way? Mm, I so, don't think this is my style of beer. It has an, an interesting aftertaste on this one. There's definitely some toasted something. Well, yes. So this beer is a little bit darker. It's a Dunkel beer. It's 5% ABV. Royal City Brewing Co. is, of course, located in Guelph, Ontario, or The Ward, where its studio is also located. Or Two Rivers Neighborhood. Two Rivers Neighborhood Group. These are $4.25 per 500 milliliter bottle at the brewery exclusively. So, Debbie, you said you liked the name Dunkel. (laughs) Dunkel is actually a beer style, as funny as it sounds. Yeah, so Dunkel means uh, dark in German. Not to be confused with drunkal. Yeah. <laughs> a moniker I've been accused of having here and there, especially around Christmas time. Um, yeah, so dunkel means dark and it's Munich style. So a dunkel is a German dark lager. So this beer has very similar ingredients and brewing process as a lager would have. The only difference being that it has some dark roasted malt elements. That's what's giving it the dark color and then. You guys were saying that it has like a bit of an aftertaste. That's probably also the roastiness. I mean, the label is, I think that's an Alpine hat on the Guelph water tower. That's exactly what it is. And that's most of the reason why it was chosen for the wild card. (laughs) Also, Royal City, they were teasing that they were going to have Oktoberfest beers, but they came out super late. Like this just got released last week. Yeah, last weekend or something, right? Yeah, so they had some issues, I think, lagering these two. They came out with this one and they also had an Oktoberfest lager. But we chose the Dunkel because it's a little bit different. It's darker beer. We've had a lot of like kind of lager styles mm-hmm. on the October Best tournament. So we're going to go with this one, the Dunkel. I definitely what? like the, the label. I, I would give it points for that for sure. 
yeah, the label's fun. There's a little like Alpine hat on the water cooler or the water tower. The yeah. labels are all cool because there's usually always something Guelphy in the label. In the Royal City Brewing Co. labels, yeah. 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 Which is fun. It's nice to see the city represented. Yeah. You know, they have an Oktoberfest lager that they came out with too. And it also has an interesting label. It's got uh, Oktoberfest and it has a beer stein in the back background. And the beer stein, the lid of the beer stein is, uh, it has the, it has that statue that's in St. George Square, downtown Guelph. Oh, wow. Of like the family, the naked family. Oh, right. Yes. By the post office there. Yeah. Yeah. These are kind of like little things you might not notice at first glance, at first blush, Mm -hmm. but they're definitely there. So cool. I wonder who did the art for this. I'm not sure who does the art for the Royal City Brewing labels, but yeah, they all tend to be like, they all tend to be Guelph based and we're a Guelph podcast. So it's important that we represent, try to represent. I mean, hell, we've got two Guelph beers in the final. Yeah. And then Cambridge, which is basically. And Barncat Ars and Ales is in Cambridge, just down Hustler Road. So you can easily get there. Are you both originally from Guelph? I'm not. I'm from Niagara. Ooh, the escarpment. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's oftentimes why we feature some Niagara beers. Um, cool. We're often, we'd be traveling through, not so much recently, but we would be traveling through and around Niagara. So we tend to try and uh, have some Niagara beers. And I am from Guelph. Yeah. I've been living here pretty much my whole life, except in university. So yeah, it's wild because there's so many craft breweries that have opened in Guelph in the last few years. Mm-hmm. More popular in the last few years. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Waterloo has also seen their share of uh, breweries mm-hmm. open in the last couple of years. So you were mentioning uh, scary movies. I don't know. Is this Dunkle scary? <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's scary, but I mean, I was a little alarmed at the color because I wasn't expecting a dark beer, but mm. um, it wasn't... I. I expected it to taste like a, a ton different than the other two, but it, it's not crazy different, but I mean, not my favorite. Yeah. I think the reason why it doesn't taste that much different is because a dark lager is, it's so it's supposed to be similar to a regular lager, which is essentially what the first two beers were. Okay. Um, and then they just add like a little bit of a roasted malt that just gives it a color variance and a little bit of uh, flavor difference, but not that much. So it tends to kind of mirror the same sort of flavor profile, but there is a, like a little bit of roastiness to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's scary. I mean, I think the barn cat ales is the scariest because of that barn cat head. Definitely. What would you pair this with if you were drinking it with something or eating it? Oh, with oh boy. Ooh. This is something we've talked about doing on the podcast is doing like a bit of a food pairing. Oh. I, don't I don't think know, I have right? a good palate. For that, like I would drink any beer with any, well, not any beer, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm good at that, knowing what goes with what. I think if you're going with dark, I mean, I mean, this is just me being amateur food okay. guy, food pairing guy. I go with, oh, I might say it on the label. Yeah, have a look. Well, I feel like it says enjoy with pretzels and mustard. Right. And something I don't know. Oh. Semolic noodle. <laughs> I don't know. You eat it with. Or you'd pair it with chicken. <laughs> I think of like dark beer. I think of maybe like a stew, maybe. Mm. But maybe that's because they use dark beer in stews. But I'm not sure. We're not like great at food pairings. No, we don't have that. I don't have that kind of palate. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking for some reason I'm thinking like a stew. I feel like that rings a bell when I would work at the bar and uh, I'd serve like a kilkenny with 
a lamb stew or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think when you're going like with meat, I think you want kind of a lighter sort of thing. But when it comes to like, I maybe like a soup or a stew. Now, sorry, it said, what did it say on the label, Britt? Enjoy with pretzel and mustard. Mm -hmm. Debbie, we've had a lot of conversation about pretzel pretzels during um, October best. <laughs> okay. Fan of the pretzel, soft pretzel. I would say that overall, I'm generally a picky eater. Um, <laughs> so I would probably opt out of the pretzel. No on the pretzel? No on the pretzel. Wow. That was like last episode with Sid. He had never had a soft pretzel. Yes. Yeah, I rise- I've actually had one, but I it just doesn't seem up my alley. It's so surprising because I find anytime I see a soft pretzel, I'm all over it. Yeah. They look very cool. But that yeah. Yeah. They taste good. It tastes pretty good too. I mean, if you like bread, you're going to love a soft pretzel. Let's just put it that way. If you like bread, if you like salt, if you like mustard, you'll like a soft pretzel. If you like melted cheese. Yeah. yeah. If you like cinnamon sugar on bread, you're going to love a soft pretzel. Yeah. Whenever we go to uh, like a brew pub or something, soft pretzels are usually always on the menu at, at a lot of brew pubs or, or, breweries that have food we're always getting that soft pretzel whenever we go to baker street station we're always getting it there i like a good soft pretzel and you dip it in mustard yeah yeah even the home even the pretzels you buy just at the grocery store like in the chip aisle yeah uh like the hard pretzels yeah i will eat those and just put some yellow mustard on the pretzels i have yet to hear that before that's very interesting (laughs) hard pretzels are a bit dry so you need a little i can't eat pretzels i i generally am terrible and just lick the salt off of them i'm i'm a waster i i I can't get pretzels (laughs) well you could get a soft pretzel and just lick the mustard off you don't like mustard (laughs) or the the beer cheese yeah yeah big pretzel big pretzel fans i guess Mm -hmm. i i guess i just thought most people would be pretzel fans i'm wrong I would definitely get the, uh, like an Oktoberfest sausage. That would be really yummy. Okay. Yeah. So that would be the bratwurst, which we were kind of referencing there. (laughs) There's also like schnitzel on a bun. Mm. There's there's quite a lot of um, things that are like Oktoberfest sort of things that they eat. One thing that we realized last episode is that at Oktoberfest in Germany, they eat a lot of like roasted chicken. Oh. That's like a thing. They'll like order like a whole roasted chicken to a table. See, this would pair with chicken. Just That's have true. <laughs> I've never been to Oktoberfest in um, Germany, but mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of dark beers. I think that's also why I chose this one, because I think when you think of German lagers, pilsners, it's like there's no dark beers. So I just thought this is more interesting because it is a dark. Yeah. Whereas most of the most of the Oktoberfest beers you get are tend to be just kind of light lagers or Something similar to the Tandem Hellas Lager. Well, we didn't do a rating on this beer because it's the first time it's made mm-hmm. an appearance in Oktoberfest. So, Debbie, do you want to give a rating for this beer? We have three categories from our previous episodes. Okay. So it's out of, let's just put it out of five Alpine hats per category. So okay. the first category is taste out of five Alpine hats. What would you give the Dunkel Munich style from Royal City Brewing Co.? For taste, I'm going to say... Three. Three Ooh, out of five. Okay. That's pretty high. I'm going to write these oh, down, you know? Is that high? Okay. Yes. Three. 
Okay. And then this, <laughs> this second cat, what's the second category? Festiveness. Festiveness. Oh. So this is like the label or the style or whatever. Yeah. Does it represent Oktoberfest? As far as you can tell. Definitely a five on that one. Wow. Five out of five. I love, I love the branding on that. Okay. And then the third and final category is beer garden worthiness. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like. Would you drink it at a beer garden? Would they serve it at a beer garden? Um, I'm going to say yes. And (laughs) And then I'm going to give it. We're going to give you a yes out of five. (laughs) I'm going to say four, four out of five on that one, because what you were explaining that it's kind of like a different um, style lager because it is darker. So I think that that would appeal to the masses. Nice. Mm. That's pretty good. You gave it, you got, it's got a pretty good score. Yeah. It's got a 12 out of 15. So if you aggregated that between three people, it would have a 36 out of 45, which is, would put it in the wild card position. So that was math. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't, don't get me started on the math. I had to add all those scores up the last two episodes every time. (laughs) Well, I think you've given your score, but we're gonna we're gonna now pick the winner of October Best. Wow, amazing! This, this is it. So, what are we doing to pick the winner? We each pick our favorite. Yeah. So, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a countdown: three, two, one, and then all three of us are gonna say which beer we picked as our favorite. Okay. And then that beer will win. Okay. Ho- hopefully, we don't have a three-way tie. <laughs> Ooh. And if we do have a three-way tie, don't worry. We have a very fun, very podcast-friendly way to resolve that. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Debbie, are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Fest beer. Fest beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a tandem. Debbie's in with a tandem, although I think it was pretty muffled. <laughs> Uh, at the last moment, I was like, should I just say festive? I don't know. <laughs> Go with your heart. Yes, I'm going with the the cyclist Santa. He he does have my heart. Okay. Young Santa mm-hmm. and Britt and I are both in the fest beer. And there you have it, folks. The winner of October Best 2020 is Fest Beer from Barn Cat Artisan Ales. Cambridge, Ontario. Make them proud in Cambridge. Now I'm just, I want to see if they have any still available. Oh, hashtag Galt love. Ooh. Oh, so is that Galt? That would be Galt on Hespler Road? Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's a popular account. Uh, like I've shot over at uh, Studio 125 in Cambridge. So okay. it's like a, an account and a hashtag on Instagram. See, because I'm sort of new to the area, I don't know... Well, I understand Cambridge has those three neighborhoods, but I just don't know what is what. Yeah. I'm just kind of getting used to everything as well, but it's it's just so fun to discover new places and little studios or little spots to shoot. We were very uh, excited to discover this barn cat ours and ales because it is very, very close to Guelph. I mean, you can you can get there in about 20 minutes from Guelph. And it looks like the Fest beer is not on their list for beers this weekend, which means they must be sold out, which tells you something. That it was a very popular beer, and we were right to select it as our yeah, winner. Although, <laughs> Debbie, I kind of feel bad that you were our guest and we didn't pick your beer. Although, my second vote would probably be for Tandem. 
Yeah, I kind of had a feeling that the Dunkel wasn't going to go over too well with you guys because it was a <laughs> darker beer. And Britt, I know you have a bit of you have a bit of a bias against dark beers. You don't tend to really like them. That I much, think it's but. that roasty flavor. Just isn't mm-hmm. that toasted flavor is not really up my alley. But you got to admit that water cooler looks pretty hot with that Alpine well, yeah. yeah. A water tower. For a second, I thought maybe that was a curling rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused, but you brought it all together for me there. <laughs> it does look like a curling rock. Maybe that's a future uh, place to do a photography session. The old water tower. <laughs> <laughs> Climb I, up there. <laughs> I would be down, but I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> not at my age. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Although you could do some pretty cool drone shots. Yeah. Although the way things are going, people would probably call the cops on that too. <laughs> yeah. Or that might be the way of photography for the next few years is just all done by drone. So you can really be like 20 feet apart. Exactly. Who knows right, right, right. what direction we're headed. Ooh. Yeah. Hopefully not yeah. the fair part though. I do miss uh, giving hugs everybody's like creative outlet and and i love that people support mine <laughs> i'm very grateful well we're grateful that you came on and supported our creative outlet <laughs> well thank you so much for having me and before we go do you want to just remind everyone how they can reach you absolutely um just through instagram is amazing um you can also search me on facebook just at d3vi photography um and you can send me an email through those too cool hit her up Debbie Thompson, for your personalized photo shoots. Get some great shots of your kids, your dog, your lizard. <laughs> muskrat, I don't know. Your muskrat, your you ferret. Let me know if you'd like. <laughs> she does all pets, really. And kids. So it's great. And before we let you go, uh, I've been giving uh, a German toast to everybody who's been on the podcast. Ich mochte einen Toast auf Devi Ausbringen. And that translates to, I'd like to propose a toast to Devi. Cheers. Cheers. Debbie. This is my tandem. She's back on the tandem. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on October Best. Thank you so much. Thank you for everybody who's listened to October Best and kept it going with us. Even though COVID's going on, we're still enjoying Oktoberfest. We're still celebrating this month. Thanks again, Debbie. Oh, stay safe, everybody. <laughs> you heard it here. Stay safe. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.